Hi, hello, dear listeners, how are you? You are listening to J-Rich Radio. We are in our radio show, Harayat Anolad, and this is a live broadcast. Today is Wednesday, um, November 11, 2015, and this is a live broadcast. Of course, we're dealing with the issues on a topic of Chinuch Yeladim, how we can struggle with some challenges that we have in the Chinuch Yeladim. And, of course, this radio show um, dedicated to you, dear parents and educators. If you handle with some issues and you need some advice, uh, you can start from right now to write us some text messages. Um, a phone number for text messages for you is 347 927-8398 for text messages 347-927-8398 if you want to call in to ask your question um, to introduce your issues and to share it with us you can do it via 718-683-5858 well the listeners today I would like to speak about one of the most critical points when we reach to the topic of raising children. And in many, many lectures, when I speak about that, it's pretty hard for people to understand the deep, the deep point of this issue. And I would like to start today. I hope that one radio show will be enough for us to get the point, the perception of this issue. And I'm talking about the issue of self-image, and how the self-image can impact the child lives, and how it actually influences the entire behavior of our children. <clears throat> Let me tell you a story about Yechezkel. Yechezkel was a father that he was very loved his children, and he had read many, many books of education, many, many books of Musar, and he have learned from many, many lecturers how to educate his children. And, of course, he had learned about um, the importance of warmth and affection, to show your love and affection to your child. And he, of course, well known the, um, uh, the importance of do not criticize your children, and do not um, hit them, and many, many rules that actually everyone who interested to learn education, to learn chinuch, actually knows that. And Yechezkel has a habit. He used to do, he used to take a notepad in his pocket and a pen, and he has one of his children, name is Yossi. He just follow Yossi all over the day without that Yossi can even notice about it. I mean, when Yossi came up in the morning and he went to wash his hand to make Netilat Yadayim of Shacharit, when he did it, so his father, Yechezkel, noticed that he doesn't do it as a proper, as he has to do that. He just do it very fast, just to finish the washing the hand, to finish the netilat yadaim, without taking care about to cover the whole hand, the whole palms, 
with water. So Yechezkel didn't give him a comment. He just tried it on a notepad, and he writes, My dear Yossi, need a chizuk. He need to boost his uh, his behavior when he coming to Netilat Yadai. After that, when he saw Yossi um, just uh, play with the with the his brothers, then he saw that Yossi don't give up of any toys of him, and even if his brother yelling and screaming and crying, he's not giving up for any toy. So he didn't criticize him. He didn't yell at his son. He just tried it on the notepad. My dear Yossi needs Chizuk to be Mevater. To be Mevater. And then he followed his child when he saw that he came from school and he has a note. The Rebbe wrote that uh, he used his hands, he used violence to resolve things, to solve things. Then he writes on the notepad, My dear Yossi, need Chizuk and do not use violence. And that's the way he used to do all over the day. When the night came, and the rest of his brothers went to sleep, he called Yossi from the bed, and he told him, Yossi, I would like to speak a few words with you. Can you come with me to the living room? Yeah, daddy, why not? And he put him on a couch, and he served a cup of tea, for his child with a very, very respected environment. And then he put out his notepad and he started to read. Look, Yossi, you know I love you. You know I appreciate you. You know how much you're important to me. But look, when you came up in the morning, when you woke up, you make the Natilatia dime so fast that you didn't cover all your hand with the water. Do you know the halacha says that you must cover all your hand in water? And then after that, few hours later, when you was playing with your brothers, so your little brother fight with you for a toy, and you didn't give up. Why you didn't give up? You know how much is important to be mevater, to make a vitor to your brother, Bishut Ahavat Achim, the Bet Amigdash will rebuild. You know how much is important. And after that, look, Yossi, when you came home from school, you brought a note, and the Rebbe wrote me that you got a problem with the violence. Do you know how much is worse to your life to grow up that way when you don't know to solve your problems with your mouth, with talking about it? Try to fix it um, in a diplomatic way. Why you use your hands? Why you use your hands? Why you did it? You know it's not it, it's improper. And after that, when you uh, uh, when the time for taking a shower arrived, you didn't take a shower. You have late. Look, I respecting you. I love you. I appreciate you, but I want you to make a change. I want you to be better. I want you to make a change. Why you don't make a change? 
And then he told him, I'm expecting from you for tomorrow to be better. And then he shake his hand and give him a kiss and send him back to his bed. And the first sight, when I'm talking about that Yechezkel, the father, I think that many, many parents even jealous him. Wow, what a mechanic. What a, a, a personality. How we say the words very gently. He respects his child. He controls him, his nervousness. And he's not criticizing child. He's not humiliating his child. But I want to say loud and proper. That way of chinuch are the worst way. And why it's so horrible? I'll tell you why. Chazal, in the Sefer Musar, talking about the self-image, talking about the personality. How do I know what is my level in Avodat Hashem? Am I Tzadik? Am I Chalila Rasha? Am I Beinoni? Which kind of personality am I? When someone thinks himself, ask himself, what kind of, of personality am I? How he can know? So Chazal says, you have to look what kind of thoughts going through your mind all over the day or most of the time. Which kind of thoughts? If you have thoughts of Avodat Hashem, you're thinking about the Torah, about the mitzvot, it's really important to you, and it's accompanying you all over the day. You think about the Avodat Hashem, so you are defined as a tzaddik. But if most of the time, most of the day, you think about the money, about your income, about your workplace, about the traffic, about everything else, maybe about your, your uh, iPhone. So this is your level, okay? This is your position. This is your degree, not more than that. It's very important to know that. The thoughts which actually going through your mind on a daily basis, this is your darga. This is your position of life. Where your head exists, then there your personality also exists there. Now how we can... Let, let's take this concept of Chazal to the Chinuch Yeladim. When Yechezkel told to his Yossi, to his child, he said, look Yossi, when you washed your hand, you didn't do it completely as proper. You have to improve yourself. There are two messages in this comment. The first, ma- the first message is, I want you to improve your netilat yadayim. The halacha. But there is a subtext in any comment. Even if you present it very, very respectfully, in any comment, there is subtext 
And the subtext says, you're not good. That's right. That's why I have to tell you to fix your netilat yadayim, to fix your behavior when you're not being a vater to your brothers, to fix your behavior when you use violence to defend yourself. Any comment you tell to your child, actually going with the sub-message, with the subtext of the world, the words, you are not good, you are not good. You're negative, you're negative, you're negative. Any comment that you say. Now, every night, you sit with your child in a very respected um, atmosphere. You give him a cup of coffee, and you make a nicely conversation about the wrong things he had. Then, from nowhere, even if you don't realize, you actually... Focus your child's attention on the bad things he has, on the bad characters he has, on the bad midot that he has. Without, without even realize, you always focus your child's attention on the bad side of his behavior. Night by night, day by day. When he went to sleep, he thinks about the, oh, I'm not good. Oh, I'm not good. I have to fix my netilat yadayim. I have to be more mevater. I have to do not use my hands to solve my problem. I have to use my mouth. He, the bad things of his behavior are actually surrounding his personality all over the night. Even when he falls asleep, the brain continues to think about the negative side of the conversation. With these energies, he wake up in, in the next morning, and he's accompanying himself during the time, during the years. It becomes to be an integral part of his personality, and he. Think about himself, I'm bad personality. When you ask him, why you bad personality? What you bad personality? He doesn't know how to define it. But he knows one thing. I am a bad personality. That's it. Because he's nicely father. The, tried, the father tried only to educate his child. And he tried to avoid from criticize, from yells, from humiliations, and it's great. Don't you understand what are you doing to your child? You actually sit with him every night, and the main uh, topic of the conversation is, you're not good. You are not good. You are not good. I want you to improve yourself. I want you to develop yourself. You are not good. This is the subtext of any kind of any comment. How much time he can stay on it? How long he can take it? But the very critical damage is that the child is a very innocent. He's only seven years old, eight years old, 
10 years old. He's an innocent, and he really starts to believe you that he really bad personality. Because every night, the routine is the conversation, nicely conversation, respected conversation, but the conversation which talking about how much I am bad. When someone put a focus on the bad things that he has, he must be worse and worse and his behavioral his behavior getting down and down. And it's not only in Chinuch Yeladim. Also, when we're talking about ourselves as adults, if someone always put a focus on the bad things that he has, on the bad behavior of him, each one of us has a good behavior and bad behavior, good things and bad things. Because we're not an angel. We have to improve ourselves all over the life. We always have something to improve. But if I put a focus on the bad things that I still have, I will be very, very disappointed. I will, I will be desperate. Because it seems there is no chance to make a change to be another man. Maybe I need to reborn again to be better. But if we try to put a focus on our mind, to put a focus on the good things that we had, and each one of us has many, many good things, even if it's so obviously, so I'm making a berachat shakol, maybe I'm not Michal El Shabbos, but not more than that. It's not a simple thing. It's not a simple thing. You wake up in the morning, and you go to shul, and you make it tefillah. You have three tefillot a day. It's not a simple it's not a simple thing. Be happy for that. Appreciate yourself first. If you don't know how to appreciate yourself, there is no chance you can appreciate your children. Because if my self-image as, an, as a father affected, if I ruin my self-image, there is no chance I will, I will be able to see the positive things of my child. It's very, very important to, rem- to, to remember that. The way I see myself, that's the way I'm going to see my children. And if I always think about myself that I so bad personality, no chance to see the positive sides of my children. Now, <laughs> the key question is how we can put a focus on the good things that we have. First of all, the first stage is to see the positive things in our life, and then it's going to impact our view on our children. But the question is how we can do it. Well, dear listeners, um, I'll tell you, um, I'll give you some tips how, how we can do it. You know, when I spoke about the subconscious, the subconscious uh, process that each one of us has, I'm always talking about the stage of when someone is getting 
sleep. The stage between awakeness to falling asleep is a very, very critical time that we can use it to good things and to bad things. I mean, if your child is about to sleep and then you approach to him and you tell him, look, Yossi, I want you tomorrow to be better. I really, really disappointed of you, of your behavior. Stop with it. Look at your bag. Look at your notebooks. Look at your books. You don't do anything in, in a school. You're not going to keep on like that. And then I left Yossi to fall asleep. When Yossi falling asleep, the bad words I gave him start to be bigger and bigger, start to expand all over his mind all over the night. It can reach to imaginational sizes, these bad thoughts that he falling asleep from a bad thoughts. It's really, really danger. The halakha says that when someone, if someone can do it, it's very, very recommended to falling asleep from Limut Torah. When you feel so tired, when you feel that you just put your head on a pillow and you just take off, a few moments before you falling asleep, start to read a Mishnah or a Gemara or something Torah thoughts. When you're falling asleep from Limut Torah, the last words you said, the last thought that you had before you're just falling asleep, <clears throat> getting bigger and bigger, it's actually surrounding all your brain all over the night, and it's making a big, big critical impact on your personality. Because you just passed from the stage of conscious to a stage of subconscious. Now, if you yell at your child, if you criticize your child, if you say bad words to your children just before they're falling asleep, these words getting bigger and bigger, worsen and worsen, threatening his whole personality. He don't even aware of that. When he wake up in the morning, he had a night with a huge impact, and he does not even know about that. And its impact directly impact his mind, his behavior. The next day is going to be worse than yesterday. And the parents don't really understand what happened with him. Just last night, I, t I talked with you about it. Why you just, why you don't make the improvement? Don't you understand? Because of your criticism, because of your bad words, when he was just falling asleep, it's impact, huge impact on his life. And now you're wondering why it didn't work up. Don't you understand why? But on the other hand, when you're falling asleep, and just before you're getting sleep, 
you tell to yourself, let's try to figure out what good things I have. Baruch Hashem, the very fact that it bothers me, and I try to think about the good things that I have, the very fact it bothers me, it's a value. I appreciate my, myself that I'm interested in valuable things and not thinking just about fashion, technologies, devices, or any, or news. This is not the thoughts I'm going to falling asleep from. Second, when I woke up in the morning, I said, Kiriachema, I said the Birkata Shachar. It's not a simple thing. The Yetzirah tries to convince us. What do you make a big deal of Birkata Shachar? Every Jew says that. No, it's not truth, unfortunately, but it's not the truth. Start to appreciate yourself if you want to impact your child. If you want to build a good life for your children, start with yourself. Just try to put a focus on the little, little things. The good things that you have, and each one of us has many positive things. If you have a child that he is uh, the special child of the family. He always the troublemaker. Don't fall to that booby trap when when you're talking about the always thinking about bad things on the sp- a certain child. It's very very dangerous. Don't let yourself to develop a bad image on one of your child, on your children. It's very, very dangerous. Do not be convinced, don't convince yourself that one of your children is a troublemaker. Don't build a negative perspective of each one of your children. It's very, very dangerous. And if you already had a perception like this on, on a certain child, start to break it every night before you're falling asleep when your house is finally in a silence, and your husband finally falls asleep, then you have a few minutes of, <laughs> of calm and relax. Now close your eyes and think about your special children, your special certain kid. Think about these troublemaker, and try to convince yourself that he is not like that. Yeah, I know, I'm not denying that he make merry, that he, he is always acting upright. But he's not him. Do I really think my little Yossi wants to be so negatively way? Doesn't he worth to be good, that everyone just praise him, everyone will love him, do you think that there is one kid in the world that she really enjoys to be bad? This is a big lie. Everybody wants to be worth to be 
better, to be good, to be the best in his society, in his school, in his family, in his studies. Everyone wants to be the best. So don't convince yourself that your child chooses to be bad. He chooses the bad way. No, don't believe it. I will give you a mashal for that. Let's say that Purim is coming close and you try to to dress your children with tachposot, with costumes. And let's say that your little Yossi, seven years old or ten years old, you dressed him with a skirt and a short and, and a shirt of girl and he wearing a wig and he just looked like just a girl. And let's say that suddenly your neighbor knocking on a door and enter in and he says, Who who is this girl? <laughs> and you laughing and you say, No, it's not a girl, this is my Yossi. He just dressed a, a skirt and a, and a girl's clothes, but, but but he's a boy. He's not he's not a girl. Then your neighbors say, "But I'm see, I I watching a girl. What are you talking about? This is a girl." Then you say, "You, my neighbor, my neighbor, you see a girl, but I know he is a boy." The same thing when you think about your children. When you think about your Yossi, that he is a really troublemaker. And you say, but I see that he is a troublemaker. Yeah, I see that. But I also know that he is not the real Yossi. The real Yossi inside he is the Yossi who wants to be better who wants to be the best, who wants to be appreciated by his society, by his parents, by his family, who wants to be better. This is my real Yossi. But I see a troublemaker, yeah, just like you see a girl, but you know it's a boy. I know this is not my real Yossi. And every time, and each time he's acting up, look at him and start to whisper to yourself, this is not my real Yossi. He's just pretend himself. What is the triggers? I don't know. The psychologist also doesn't know. I'm sorry to discover this horrible secret. They also don't know anything. And they start to investigate what was is the trigger maybe in a childhood, in the early childhood, and meanwhile he is growing up until getting to 18 years old, and Suddenly, the, the the psychologists say, "Well, I don't know what is, what, what was the, the real trigger, but I suppose that suppose and suppose and suppose and anything happens. I don't care about the the triggers. I just care about now. Now, do not let yourself to be convinced that my Yossi is a troublemaker. No, he's not." But I see that he's a troublemaker. Yeah, you see that. But I know that he's not. You see a girl, but I know this is a tachpaset in Hebrew we say. This is a costume. He's not really a, he's not a girl, he's a boy. He's not a troublemaker, he's a good one. I just have to find out the way how to discover what's going on inside his heart.
And there is no a child in the world, there is no any kid who wants to be worse, who wants to behave uh, 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 negatively. No, don't, don't believe to this lie. Well, dear listeners, now it's the time for your questions. A phone number for text messages, and you can keep and send us your text messages. A phone number for texting, 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. If you want to call in, our phone number is 718-683-5858. Now we're going to a small musical break, and right after that, We'll give you some details about the workshop in New York on January, about my uh, sessions in New York, Bezrat Hashem, very, very soon. So stay with us uh, right after the musical break. We'll be with your questions and the details about my next visit in New York. Bevakasha.
Hi, dear listeners. We're here back with you and with your questions. You can keep and send us your text, 347-927-8398. Before I approach to your questions, uh, let me tell you that Bezat Hashem, in the beginning of January, January 10 through January 26, Bezat Hashem, I will be in New York. And this is two weeks' visit, especially for you. We have a few lectures every night in uh, some of your communities. And, of course, um, there are some uh, private consultation meetings are available for you, the listener. Uh, this is a really a one-life opportunity. When I come one time a year to New York, and uh, if you start from now to schedule an appointment with me, so you can ensure uh, your spots. But um, besides of it, uh, before I give you the phone number to contact um, Mrs. Ilana that he actually arranged my visit in New York, I will tell you that we have a workshop. We have two workshops, um, or maybe three, in uh, New York. Uh, one workshop is in Monsey. Zadashem will be in Monsey, a workshop of uh, three sessions. Um, so if uh, one of you want to register himself, it's a free session, very, very interesting. I'm going to speak about the, uh, the issue of uh, discipline, how to discipline children. I know this is a very critical issue, very difficult issue uh, in these days. The parents actually really desperate. We're not, we don't know how to discipline our children. By the way, some issues of discipline must be taken care of. Don't just, uh, you know, uh, neglect um, the issue of uh, discipline because it's not disappeared from itself. You have to know how to discipline your children. Uh, discipline actually is a very deep need of the spirit of the child and Many, many parents just think that discipline is a tool uh, that actually comes to serve us as a parent because it's not comfortable to raising undisciplined children. But this is not true. Discipline is actually a great, deep need of uh, the personality of a child. It actually have a directly impact on your child's um, self-image, on your child's self-esteem. It's not a simple thing. Um, so in my sessions, in the workshops, I'm going to speak about the issue of discipline. I'm going to speak about the issue of encouragement, of the self-image, and many, many other uh, topics. Also, in the end of each session, we have time for questions and answers with you. So uh, we have one workshop in Montsibelineder and one workshop in Williamsburg. I know it's a pretty far from uh, the center of Flatbush, but we also planning to make a workshop in Flatbush. So uh, stay in contact with Mrs. Ilana and give your name, phone number, and uh, what you're actually interesting. If you want a meeting, if you want to join our lectures. If you want to join to uh, uh, one of the workshops, 
She will take your details, and Bezat Hashem, when the things are really set, um, she will contact you, and Bezat Hashem uh, register you to workshop or for appointment of or anything else. Also, if you are a president of a community, or you have a shul, and you want to make Shabbaton lectures in Shabbat, in Seudot Shabbat, in your shul, um, so Bezat Hashem, you can do it also. Uh, you can call Ilana. Phone number of Ilana is 347-701-7588. That's 347-701-7588. Bezat Hashem, all the details, and to to register yourself to the workshop or to schedule an appointment, Everything which has to do with my uh, next visit in New York, Bezat Hashem, you can do it through Ilana, phone number 347-701-7588. Also, let me to remind you that I have a website with many, many material, with very uh, interesting uh, topics. You can listen to my radio shows all all my radio shows. You can read articles. You can watch video lectures. Um, this is a pretty new website, so go on my website. The address is www.abraham-across, you know, the dash in the middle, and then barzilai.com slash eng for the English website. Abraham-across barzilai dot com slash eng for the English website or just click the United States uh, flag on the home page and you will be transferred to the um, <clears throat> to the English website. Now to your question. How does a parent react when a seven years old says shut up to his parent? Well let me to elaborate your question. We're actually talking about the concept of chutzpah. When our kids develop chutzpah, and the chutzpah is really, really very common issue today. In these days, uh, I get many, many uh, requirements from teachers how to dealing with chutzpah, and also parents. Look, when my child make a chutzpah. The first reaction I want to to pick is to yell at him, to get nervous because I I'm in shock. Are you making chutzpah to me, to your parent? Are you insane? That's what I think, right? And then I try to to express my anger, to express my nervous, and 100% my reaction not going to be the positive reaction that actually needs in this in this uh, condition. You have to remember that the very, very uh, strong reaction of you when he make a chutzpah is do not getting nervous. Just staring at your child and present a face of, wow, I'm in shock. And wait for you for a few seconds. Do not um, do not 
um, 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 hurry up to reaction, okay? Wait a few seconds. When you wait for a few seconds, you're actually expressing firmness. I'm strong. I don't care of you, okay? And then after a few seconds, just say some sentence like, I, can't, I couldn't believe that you able, that you're capable to say things like that. I'm just in shock. Just be in, in, in be amazed, okay? Don't get angry. Don't yell at your child because when he says a chutzpah, what he actually wants to gain? He wants to play with you. He wants to play the game of I'm stronger than you. I don't care about you. I make a chutzpah. I don't care about you. When you in the quiet for a few seconds and you wait, you're actually expressing we're not at the same page. We're not at the same playground, okay? You're not compared with me. I'm above you. You cannot ruin me. You cannot, you cannot hit me. You cannot hurt me. I'm just above. And I'm looking at you from above. And then after, after a few seconds, I say, I couldn't believe you're capable to say things like this. I really sad to hear this. And then leave him. Don't let your child to respond. Why? Because when you leave him, and you don't wait to his reaction, you're actually expressing your reaction. Your response is really not, doesn't matter for me. I just said my words. Do it. What do you think? What do you, what do you think to do with it? You're expressing a firmness. You're expressing a, that you are strong. And this is the way when your child actually went out from this situation with the bad taste. For the next time, he remembered that. Not for the next try, really. For the next time. I mean, after a few, few times it happened, and each time he, you left him with the bad taste, then he will stop with it. And he will start to, to, to internalize. When I approach to my parent, there is a special way how to do it. This is indirect message that you're actually expressing to your child. The listeners text messages 347-927-8398. And now to one more of your text messages. I want to thank I want to thank you so much for your show. Thank you too. My 10 years old Baruch Hashem is doing very well in school and even my husband feels that he can one day become something big. Lately my son asking me to watch football games on my phone. I think he got it from a friend. I'm not sure if I should let him. I caught him watching without asking. How can I lead him to the right way to grow up and bring out the best in him and be the best he can be? Well, look, 
have two options to give you the answer. The first option is very simple, technical uh, solution. Just <laughs> throw your iPhone away and buy a kosher one. And here in Israel, there is an, uh, there is a smartphone, very very smartphone, and it's kosher without internet, only a necessary necessary application, and that's it. Uh, I think that it's really really hard to handle these devices at the same home, and in the other hand, do not do not let your kids to touch it. Okay, but I know especially in New York, in America, it's, it's really hard to keep only uh, a kosher devices because in America people, you know, they used to, to, to use these devices uh, much more than it's, it's really necessary by, by you than here in Israel. So I really understand. So second uh, technical solution is to lock up your devices with the... With a password, with a um, uh, finger trip, I don't know, print, I don't know, but something that you can block it, okay? Do not try to educate 10 years old to avoid from the, 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 the attractive of it. He, he wants it because he has so huge desire, and you just want to tell him, hey, hey, 10 years old, please. Don't be so hooked to these uh, devices. You cannot fight with this, okay? The influence of the outside street and inside their home, when he sees his parents using iPhone or, or smartphones, don't even try to fight with it directly, okay? So looking for a technical solution to solve this problem out. Now, the, the second option that I can try to educate you is try to highlight the good things that he does. I mean, when, when he came home from study day, from school, find the opportunities to express your appreciation to what he actually is doing. I really appreciate you. I really enjoy you. But don't don't do a big deal out of it. I mean, he came home and then you say, Oh, Yossi, I so appreciate you. You are so special. They don't really buy it, okay? Because they, re they realize I'm trying to impact his mind. I'm trying to, to avoid him from doing something else. That's why I compliment him. They're not so that stupid that we really think, okay? Our kid's really smart. So what I recommend you to do is many, many small and simple words, but many, many times a day. I mean, it can be to put your hand on his shoulder and tell him, oh, I so appreciate you, Yossi. I know how many efforts you put to succeed yourself. And afternoon, you can just give him a candy and tell him, you are my special kid. You are learning Torah. Take. I want you to, I want something sweet in your mouth. And in the evening before he getting sleep, Yossi, I couldn't forget how you helped me today. 
I really appreciate you. Thank you. In a very small and simple words, but the compliment has to surround my children's life, to surround my children's day. That's the way I influence his mind without affecting his functional. I, I, I will try to explain it more. Let's say that my dear Yossi has not arranged his stuff in his room, okay? And suddenly one day he make a surprise to me, and when I came home he ha- he hold my hands and he leads me to his room and open the door. Look, mother, wh- how do I fix my room? Oh, Yossi, you are so special. I really appreciate you. You are like an angel. I don't believe how huge surprise you did to me. I really appreciate you. Many, many strong words. You know, it's going to be for two weeks. But after two weeks, Yossi stopped, arranged his room, and the mass getting more massive. And then you ask, Yossi, what happened with you? And he just ignored it and say, I have no power to, to fix my, to arrange my room. And he really doesn't understand why you're so angry. Because your compliments actually express to him you are a special. When you arrange your room, you are a special. You are a hero. It's not a regular behavior. Tell me how long someone has a power to be so special. One week, two weeks, that's it. And then the worst and damage is he doesn't really understand why you yell at him. I just don't have the power to be so special. Is this a reason? To yell at me? So the very fact that you gave him compliments actually ruins his function. But when you don't put the focus on, you don't try to highlight a specific certain behavior, you just spread your compliments all over the day, all over his personality, with the very small and simple words. You don't make any big deal of any behavior of your child during the time it's a matter of time of course but during the time he start to absorb the feeling of I appreciate it by my parents I appreciate personality this is the real encouragement the positive encouragement that actually improving my children's behavior because he is not He's not a special one. He's a regular, but so special regular, regular, if you really understand what I mean to say. Well, the listeners, our radio show is about to end, and I really apologize from uh, those who sent us uh, text messages, and we didn't have the time to read it. Belina, there, on the next radio show, you'll be the first. Um, my email box, my private email box, you can send me questions all over the week. Abraham Education at gmail.com. Abraham Education at gmail.com. The phone number of Mrs. Ilana, who's taking care about my um, next visit in New York, Hashem, on January 10th. I will be in New York, many, many uh, lectures, many, many sessions. Um, many, many uh, uh, consultation appointments, whatever you need, if you want to invite me to lecture in your community, or maybe you want a Shabbaton, or maybe you want to set up an appointment, everything you need, 347 
347-701-7588. That's 347-701-7588. Also, if you want to register yourself to my next workshop in New York. The listeners, I really want to thank you. I really want to thank to Iran Yaakov for taking care about the technical side of this radio show. I really appreciate Mrs. Ilana and Mr. Nisam Lazari, the manager of this important um, radio station. And, of course, to you, dear listeners, Bezat Hashem will be here in the next week, the same day, the same hour. Bezat Hashem. Bye-bye.